Hey everyone, I'm really excited for this week's podcast. Um, we have an amazing guest, a couple of guests from the company Service Station. Some of you know, some of you don't know, Service Station is a full service glass sales team. They're localized, so they they feel like part of your company. They're not. Uh, they're broken into small pods all over the company, all over the country. They work remotely, but they have an amazing culture. Um, you're gonna want to stay listening to this one. They capture everything. They they get to showcase their uh, proprietary technology, bid clips that they use to sell jobs. And for a lot of you that would like some help, maybe you can't find labor. Maybe you're having a hard time finding um, well trained glass people to help handle your customer service. Don't look anywhere else. This podcast is worth listening to. And uh, I just hope that you enjoy this episode as we talk about culture, their process, their company with Johnny and Lauren of Service Station. So here we go. Welcome, everybody. It's Today in Trades with Jim Evans, brought to you by BidClips, and today brought to you by Service Station. Um, I know a lot of you have not heard about Service Station. Maybe some of you listened to our last podcast from a long time ago, one of our first ones, like two years ago, about um, the autoglass portion of Service Station. Well, today we're talking about residential, commercial, and um, shower enclosures as part of our Service Station team. And so with us, I have two amazing individuals. I know them both well. Um, are, uh, they're amazing inside of our culture. They do all the blocking and tackling inside of Service Station. And they're going to be talking to us about what Service Station is, why your shop needs Service Station. I don't care what size shop you are or where you are. We need to be answering our phones, taking care of people in timely fashion. And then they're going to talk about why we are the glass-specific um, sales team in our industry. So if you're not a glass person, you might want to just not listen to this podcast, although you'll learn a lot about how to handle quality customer service. So welcome everybody. Um, I'm, I'm excited to have my glass nerd hat on if you're watching it um, on the YouTube, but for those of you listening and driving in your trucks, welcome Johnny and welcome Lauren. How are you guys doing? Thanks, Jim. Doing great. Happy to be here. I'm good. Excited. Good. All right. Well, so um, obviously I've been part of Service Station for a long time, but for the sake of this podcast, I'm going to ask some questions that most people ask when they come around. So first of all, what is Service Station? Johnny, in your words, what, what is it and how did you get involved? Well, so are you wanting me to tell the story about how I kicked your little tail on the basketball court and that's how you got to know me? Or are you wanting me to go into uh, the ins and outs of what makes Service Station great? I'm trying to trying to cipher through uh, your question because I can mm. talk basketball if you want me to. Oh, interesting. Well, what Johnny's referring to is a, one of a very low time in my life when I <laughs> after uh, I actually would rather talk about how you got hired in your application video, but you know we'll keep that under wraps since you're a professional musician as well. Okay. Uh, what Johnny's okay. referring to is that he beat me twice. He's beat me twice, I think, but definitely the first time I met him, we went out and played basketball with his roommates. They were all working with the company and he just took us to town, me and Will Ballou, our COO. And we knew at that moment, we had, we just level up our game in life. I mean, it was just, <laughs> it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing. He didn't miss a shot. So thanks for, I'll, I'll give you that this one time, but now let's talk about Service Station as a, a company. How did you land here? What's your background? You know, why are you uh, yeah. dom dominating so much? Yeah, I was in school. I was in school. A couple of my buddies were um, talking about this one specific job and they, it was all word of mouth, essentially kind of just knowing different people who are already currently in service station who were taking the phone calls. 
and uh, working, generating the leads, you know, creating great customer service for their clients and all, all of that. So I was kind of hearing that talk. So like, okay, you know, you just, you just work from home. Like you can be just hanging out at your desk and be working and all that stuff. And so it was a little, little speculative of it at first, but then I ended up meeting Gabe, who's one of our account executives in the company. And I ran into him at a grocery store and honestly, you know, Gabe really does carry a lot of the culture in the company. So for me, when I was, you know, I think I was like 20, 20, 2021, I can't remember. Um, just being around Gabe, I was like, oh, this is actually a really sick guy. You know what he's talking about with this company in terms of like how he helps people and, and gets them taken care of from point A to point B of a sale and all this stuff is kind of interesting. So I asked for a job. He essentially gave me the opportunity to apply and um, not to toot my own horn, but my application process was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, my my background is in a couple of different places with, um, I mean, I am a musician, as Jim pointed out earlier. So I do write music, I write my own music, I perform music as well. So definitely have a creative vein, but also how I was raised in the Bible Belt, the South. Uh, how I was raised was definitely just to take care of people and, um, you know, go low into situations and serve people, make sure that they're taken care of. So a lot of those skill sets and, and all that definitely has played into my role in the company as a team lead. And so what I do is um, I primarily focus on the bridge in between our team of people who will handle inbound phone calls and that relationship between our team and the client in which who sends us those phone calls. So just making sure communication channels are clear, um, prices are are accurate, and we're doing the necessary job of, of handling an inbound phone call. So um, it's it's easy it's easy to look at maybe on paper, like, oh, okay, we answer phone calls. So the the early on the the assumption is that we're a call center. That's not not true at all. Um, we're much, much, much more than that. Just because, at least for myself, I pride myself in having a team that we can train and build up to where they can fully simulate what it's like for a customer to call and be talking to the front desk operator, or the, the front desk person in a shop. So that's where we come into play in terms of specialization. We have notes off to the side of a screen or on, I have sticky notes all over my second monitor, just about a bunch of information that we have learned through not only trial and error, error, but also just through the gathering process of onboarding clients to where we can be that front desk operator talking to a customer, taking them from, hey, here's what I need. Here's what here's what I need as a customer. Where's my solution? And we, we provide that. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for the introduction and the kind of layout. Um, Lauren, how did you enter the realm of service station? I am in the Shower Door Professionals Group Facebook page for shower nerds, and um, I found you, Jim, and because you were looking for someone with shower-specific experience, and I messaged you, and we had a couple of phone conversations, a couple Zoom meets, and then I just kind of took the dive from leaving a glass shop into service station which was yeah. very scary at the time. Oh, it certainly was. And it's been really fun um, watching you grow into the role. And, and what a 
breadth of experience. So for those of you that don't know, she won't toot her own horn, but Lauren's done showers for a long time. She got trained in, in Denver by the famous Pete French of LNL glass. The guy is just an icon. Hopefully he's listening to this because you know, he better be. Um, and then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, for the rest of you, a quick shout out. Um, those of you that are not part of the showers professional group, as well as the weekly zoom call on Wednesday nights, join it. It is super powerful. Every glass shop that's listening to this, if you handle shower enclosures, you need to get in there. Um, and so Lauren came over, right, and started to develop our shower team. And now I'm just so, we're so proud to be able to confidently sell. And you guys just heard it, but these two individuals confidently sell everything from foggy and broken windows um, to shower enclosures, um, even some light retrofits, some light basic commercial. So let's talk about Lauren. Um, I bump into you at a, at a bar or a coffee shop and I say, what makes service station different? Okay. I don't want to call center. You know, I I've had my glass shop for years. It's my baby. My customers are everything to me. Why should I bring you guys on? Why should I hire you to handle it for us? You would bring service station on as like an extension of your shop. So we're not just like some random people that know nothing about you. You know, we do extensive onboarding, which is where Johnny would come in. Um, lots of Zoom calls, lots of spreadsheets, getting all the information. And so when we answer the call for your shop, we are your, we are you guys. We're not like, oh, just some Joe Schmo that knows nothing about you guys or anything like that. So that's what I, that's why I like service station because we learn each shop special preferences and we just mimic what they're doing, you know, in their office, just all over the place. Can I add Thank one you. thing to that, Jim? Please. Um, everything that Lauren said was spot on. Um, we, I think the one thing that really does set us apart is the team that we've built, the team of, the team of people, because it, it sometimes can be daunting when you are learning a whole shop. You're, you're talking about taking on a whole new business, learning names, creating relationship and rapport not only with the clients that we're on the phone with, but also a shop themselves and, you know, asking questions about their lives and whatnot so that we can, you know, shoot over messages and ask them how they're doing stuff like that. So um, obviously it's, it, it is business and we're working and we don't waste any time there. But the one thing that I love about the team that we've assembled is just people who are capable of thinking on their toes, uh, taking sometimes very minimal information and turning it into a positive experience. Yeah. That's all. That's, yeah. And that's been the culture since day one. And those of you listening, you know, I'll give a, you know, the background with me is that, that, you know, we started service station, um, 10, about 11 years ago. And it started with small, just started with, with auto glass actually. And then over the years, it has just grown into this beautiful, company the these the people on the team Gabe and Johnny and all of them will and all of the teammates that built it are just did a unbelievable job to where I look at it now and I was just like wow it has such a great touch and so as a um, coming from a family of glass shop owners it's everything that we want because um it's not just some call center that doesn't know who you are that just takes a message. They're incentivized. Uh, we're going to talk about this a little bit, but they use incredible technology. Shout out to Big Clips. They're incentivized to sell because they get a small portion of the sale and they answer the phones. They make sure your phones get answered so that you don't lose that potential $10,000 job because we're too busy. And then the most important thing about Service Station is they sell profitable work. 
and then they don't sell the wrong jobs. And so they're doing a great job, sometimes better than we can find. And everybody out there is talking about labor, labor shortages. We can't find people by the time we train them. We, uh, you know, we lose them as soon as they get to know what a shower door is like. We lose them to someone else, just all this stuff. Service station has long roots. People have been in our company for many years. Johnny just talked about it. And so we, you don't have to train. We're estimators on demand. And so we're going to talk about some of those little nuances now. Um, and Lauren, I'm going to kind of start with her. She talked about the small shop, the small pod kind of feel. So Lauren, tell us how that's different than other centers in the sense that you did talk about how you know the shop. But are you talking like customers might come in and ask for you? Like how much do you get to know customers and how much do you uh, make them feel at home? And how do you do that? Um, I just, I guess I don't give them an inclination that I am not at the shop. If they ask if I'm at the shop, I just say I work from home and they're like, oh, well, that makes sense. Um, but that we can really quote from the beginning, which is nice, like get all their information, cut down on rolling trucks out, you know, a picture and just rough sizes is for anything that we do from what I do to what Johnny does um, is really the base of handling customers for a shop there, you know, quoting is daunting. And so we take care of that. We give them a good impression from the start, you know, get all their information, get them a quote fast and we yeah. return their calls, you know, their messages in a timely fashion. So I think that goes a long way you know, of building good customers that come back. And then also the shop can see that we are quality. We're not, you know, just some random person in a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and for a lot of the shops that are listening that don't use BitClips by yourself, you do not need to be a BitClips customer to use ServiceStation. We will use it for you. It's a self-driving Tesla. We will run the program. We do it all. We book it. All you have to do is take the one job, go put it in. Now, I also know a lot of you are sitting here like, well, I don't want them. I don't quote over the phone. I believe in going to people's houses. I want to take a look at it. I want to drive over there. I want to meet them. And that's okay too. From what I understand, Service Station can also not only provide in-home consultations, we can also sell in-home consultations. But before we go down any of those roads, let's step back and I'm going to be devil's advocate. Obviously, I know um, all about Service Station, but as a shop owner, you know, listening to this, my first question is, wait, so you guys just ballpark some numbers over the phone? I guess, Johnny, how, for those of us that never seen BitClips, ever seen Service Station, how do you guys do that? How do you sell more than the average estimator? before even rolling a truck? Yeah. Well, pictures are worth a thousand words. The, the, the thing that really excels our whole process of being able to get an accurate quote is the program itself. Being able to get, being able to utilize technology and especially with the amount of technology is in today's world. I mean, you got, you got 10 year olds with iPhones in their pockets. So that's that's where Big Clips comes into play with getting the link into into our customers' pockets to where they can go through a customized experience where they can gather data, the necessary data for us to be able to estimate ac estimate accurately. So the forms that we have, the templates, because Big, Big Clips is purely 100% customizable to each and every shop, location, client, whatever you name it. You know, well, we've been talking about glass, but I mean, we also have clients that are painters and carpet cleaners. You know, that's that's where Big Clips's functionality excels in the industry. So for me specifically, though, since the the majority of my clients are glass, we're getting photos. The templates that we have built are asking for dimensions, rough dimensions, 
and uh, a bunch of other questions that will pertain to the customer situation. And yeah, when, when we have a customer saying that they have a plastic box that they that has a crack in it and they want to replace it with glass, you know, we probably might have to turn them away. But for customers that are calling in with a specific glass need, there's just about anything glass need related, BidClips can house. It can it can handle that to where I can get a an accurate estimate out the door. That's awesome. And so so it sounds like you guys are able to kind of customize what the shop needs. So that way, you know, if you guys are calling in, um, you are hiring a professional sales team that knows what they're doing, yet you also get to have a relationship that customizes around the service station team. And I want to clarify too, um, Johnny, it's at a predominantly glass. We, we, he's talking about flat glass. We, service station is a glass um, sales team. So you're, we're not, we're not taking calls on the side for landscapers or plumbers. We are just glass. We're all glass. That's what we know. And that's what we do. So Lauren, um, I'm going to pivot over to you. Thanks for that, Johnny. Uh, Lauren, so over to you being in the the trades with your shower experience. Um, this last two years has been kind of a change in our industry, right? I mean, not only are we uh, trying to keep up with all this demand that's coming in, but the industry's kind of changed and customers have changed. You've been doing this a long time. Uh, how have you seen things change and how has service station and big clips helped the customer at the end of the day, as well as the last shop, but the inline customer, what, what are you seeing and what do you like about it? Well, everyone's super cautious over the last few years because of COVID and a lot of customers like that we can pre-quote, you know, without coming on site. And yes, if let's say we miscommunication or misinformation, we'll get that on site, but getting them a price just by having, you know, a phone conversation which a lot of customers do enjoy. And it then I get customers that come back months later who haven't even started their project. And they'll be, they'll email me and say, okay, we're ready now, ready to go. And that it's sitting in their email or their phone text message, that it's convenient and that they can talk with their spouse or their partner at, you know, at home at like eight o'clock at night and say, oh, I want to pay for the shower. And they're just holding their cell phone and they can put you know, half down, and then it goes to the shop for measure. It's all very convenient for customers that, you know, are ready to move at more things into technology. That's awesome. So, um, wow. I think, you know, one thing that's important to, to hear in that everybody is that, you know, customers are willing to qualify, right? To qualify customers. And it sounds like what Lauren's saying is that years past, you know, we could just kind of go to their house, no big deal, let them in. But then, you know, you're chasing people down. You're trying to figure out um, when the time works just to measure the shower. You don't even know if they want a $500 or a thousand. They don't even know what they want. So sometimes we waste a lot of time going around. And I think what I'm hearing is that with technology, you know, not just bid clips, some people use, you know, videos through text and stuff, you know, obviously bid clips is a sponsor, but the point is you have to have a way to see it. People, like Johnny said, people need to see the projects and they need to know the customer needs to know that we saw it so that the quote is accurate over the phone. Doesn't always help because they, they, they're a little bit nervous. Um, I also, you know, want you guys to talk a little bit about the presentation to the customer, how it helps, um, you know, Lauren is most of our team, but Lauren specifically um, handles CRL showers online. She's able to make 3D renderings, you know, CAD drawings and things that usually local little shops, we maybe hand draw them a picture, maybe on a piece of paper that we kind of email them. We don't really follow up. Uh, Lauren and Jane, let's talk about the process now of when you, when you deliver a bid, um, what, as a shop owner, what can I expect? Like, what is it going to look like? What, what happens? Um, I know mine are fairly detailed because I'm getting a lot of information for showers 
you know, it's just not like a window that's a square rectangle. So I provide them, uh, I greet them, I let them know what's included in the quote. So what type of glass they have, what type of hardware finish, list of hardware, so handle hinges, and then they get that rendering of exactly what would be in their space, like the configuration, which I think is helpful because I think customers are visual learners in general. Like I could say it all day, like, yeah, your door is going to be hinged on the right and your panels on the left, but until they see it, sometimes they can't visualize it. And I think that's really helpful. And I do have a secret arsenal of pictures that I can also send that if someone's like, I want to see one that's installed. I can just reply with that picture and say, here's one that we've installed. And then they can just go from there, which I think is really nice that I can be on the fly, like messaging them back and forth of what they need after the bid has been sent, which is super nice. I've, I've had multiple meetings with different, all the clients that I'm responsible for or shop owners that, like I said, I handle communications with. And I've had multiple come back to me just talking about Lauren's bids themselves and the the message that she sends with the rendering and how it's been it's it's been so helpful for their technicians when they get on site. They can almost communicate with the technician to a certain degree what they're about to get because of that rendering or because of that message that Lauren sent. And so, like I said, these shop owners have said to me like, hey, thank you so much. I mean, what you guys are doing with helping the customer understand where their dollars are going is really helping our technicians even have a positive experience with with the customer while they're on site. And and that's the goal. The goal is that we we as a team who are taking in the the phone call initially, we can set up the technician to have a positive experience and hopefully that can lead to a great review or um, word of mouth marketing, any of that. But it starts with us, it starts with us at at service station and, and the utilization of bid clips. For, for me and my team outside of the shower enclosure world, which like Lauren said, is far more advanced, a lot more details are going into it. For us, the, the, the software itself allows us to also cover our tails a little bit with some disclaimers. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we can, we can customize this whole thing. This whole, yeah. this whole thing is a tool to be able to, to just be careful because yeah. we are still remote. We're not there physically taking the measure, getting the exact, uh, to the, to the quarter inch dimension. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I, and I want to bring something up as a, as a shop owner myself, past, a past shop owner. Um, you know, I know a lot of you listening are probably like, well, okay, I kind of get this a little bit. I really encourage you to see it. You know, book a Big Clips tour, take a look at the software at least. Even if you don't buy it, at least take a look at it. You'll find that these guys do, a, uh, this team does such a great job. Not only do they get to see it, we get to see what customers, what type of house they are, what, what floor it's on, et cetera. And the customer's willingness to give us pictures is fantastic. They want to be part of the, pro the, the process. They want to know what goes into it. We've also found customers stay with us long. They, they're committed and then they're able to, to close a little bit better. And so with that being said, um, earlier on, I had mentioned that you guys are commissioned or that you get part of commission. I know that um, we have a culture at service station that is competitive, not only competitive on sales and numbers, but competitive on who's funniest, who can sing the best songs, um, who can, um, you know, who can close the most jobs and who can make the customers most happy. So as far as the technology goes, I just want to frame it with don't be afraid of it if you're listening to this call, because the only thing more scary than possibly using service station at bid clips 
is to miss a bunch of opportunities because we're too busy, not making enough money, not taking care of customers the right way. And so a lot of you out there need service stations help. So before we talk about culture, because we got to dedicate enough of this call to the culture, because it's just the, the fate, the, it's the heartbeat of this company. But before we talk about that, any of the ISRs and CSRs listening right now, this is not a company that's going to take your job. They can back you up. Some shops have us take all their calls. Some shops have us back up the team. So if you miss a call, we can pick it up. Then it doesn't go to voicemail. It doesn't go to an email. Um, if you want to branch your phones, we can help you with that. So it can be press one for showers and it can get over to the shower team. Do not um, not go check out goservicestation.com and book a tour and take a look at it. That would be a, a travesty. At least take a look at it. We're not going to pressure you in. We believe if you see our team, you'll either decide if it fits you or not. And honestly, we don't want shops that suck. So if you have a terrible culture already and you're garbage, don't even call us. But if you care about customer service and you actually care about delivering value, this is the team for you. And I think that's why we've I think that's why we've been successful for 10 years. You guys have all been successful. Johnny attracts people that are like him. Lauren attracts people that care about great great um, shower designs and customer service. So let's talk about that, guys. It's my favorite part. So how do you keep your culture intact? How do you guys track how you're doing? Let's talk about like that secret sauce. So for, for me, people is everything. Um, the most, the, the, the greatest resource in life, in my opinion, not resource, but the it's all about people and just re the relations that you get to keep. Um, for instance, just as an example with my team, like I want to be able to, especially while I'm training them, get to know them and figure out what, you know, like what's life look like for you. Cause we don't, we all live in different parts of the country. And um, just as an example, one of the, one of my team members on my team, I know the names of her husband and two sons and, um, I have some songs that are out there in the World Wide Web, and they messaged me today, said that they, while they were waiting for a doctor's appointment, were listening to all my music or tell me which was my favorite song. And so, you know, for us, our, the, our culture really does have that community feel to it, even though we're all remote. I think that's what sets us apart of like you can you can have 100 people in one room working in cubicles and not even know the guys across the street or across the alley from you. So that's really fun. I love the competitions that we have. Um, I'm constantly talking smack with some of the other team leads about who's going to be answering the most phone calls because we have a we have a interstational call call competition, whatever team answers the most phone calls. And so my team just so happens to uh, win every single month. Um, <laughs> 98% answer rate. Emails are always around 99%. So I knew this I, podcast was going to turn into a, a throwdown here. So well, look, look, <laughs> before the gloves, before the gloves come off, um, more importantly, I want you guys to hear what Johnny just said. We work in, in companies with people in person and we don't know each other sometimes. What's been cool about Service Station is back when Slack first came out, we were one of the, I'd say, I mean, right when it came out, we jumped on it right away. Like what a great tool. We weren't afraid of it. We love to embrace technology. That's what makes Service Station successful is we're, we're willing to brace with the customers, what people want. Um, in the very beginning, we started, I think Will actually decided, Will or Gabe, one of them, made a, a channel called Trash Talk and Fun Times. Lauren's going to talk. I know Lauren is kind of the queen of that channel. So <laughs> as we pivot over to Lauren, uh, and I, if 
if it wasn't so proprietary, we'd probably post it on like, you know, on online for customers to enjoy. But Lauren, let's talk about trash talk and fun times and, and kind of use like how you guys use Slack. How do you keep your culture together? Like I know you guys do um, cock, uh, like happy hours and you, you talk to each other about life. Let's go into that a little bit. I'll just start out with, I wouldn't be able to do this work from home thing without the culture. I would literally go crazy sitting here all day, yeah. not being able to like shoot it with someone just talking about life. Like Daniel and I probably talked for like an hour total and just, you know, shoot the shit. I don't know if we can say that, but I did. That's okay. <laughs> and so trash talk and fun times is like all things go. Like, let's say we get a funny message from a customer like I think someone got like like family photos from a customer once and someone posted it in there and anything from like dogging on each other playfully or like Johnny said about the call competition like you guys are going down or like I when I negotiated training with Will I asked if we could do a monthly happy hour which was part of my negotiation because we did it a couple times when I first started and then it like dwindled off and I was like, we need that again. We have so many new people coming on and we don't really know them. And this is, it's literally just for us to get in here and talk like we're all at the bar, right, sitting right next to each other, which is kind of nice. Awesome. So happy hour is actually today because it's last Friday of the month, but I have a half day tomorrow and I'm selfish. So we're doing it today. <laughs> <laughs> I told you she's the queen bee. You know, if you if buck stops at Lauren and then if it happens to get past Lauren, it hits Johnny sometimes, but it's, when it comes to like keeping the culture going, um, these two, that's one of the reasons we chose them. I mean, we have a big team and we have a lot of amazing people, geo, I can't even name them. We have people we've built all, everybody in this company, you know, oftentimes people will talk about like to will or something about service station. And it's been completely built from the grassroots from Lauren and from Johnny and from everybody's been there. Gabe, I mean, he's our account executive. He started selling call or selling auto glass 10 years ago, and he's still growing with our company. And so I'm telling you all that are listening, if you want to, most of you have family glass shops, most of you have personal shops. If you want to extend that family, you call service station. If you want a call center, go call someone else. If you want to have it land on voicemail and then just lose opportunities to have better jobs, you could do that too. So um, I really want to make sure we're qualifying that too. And I, and they are what they say. Um, what's been your favorite uh, let's talk about a, um, a couple of your biggest wins. Tell me about one of your favorite experiences um, at Service Station, first with Johnny and then with Lauren. What, what's been one of your favorite memories or experiences? Well, I mean, this kind of is in line with the culture train still, but I, just just being able to work with absolute legends of people, uh, genuinely being able to you know ask questions about life and whatnot. Just I've learned a lot from people that are older than me, younger than me, you know, all different facets of life. We've been able to, or at least I have been, just learn a ton and grow as a human being. So that's one thing that I've been very appreciative of. Um, I also love the ability to, I guess, I guess what I'm trying to say is I mean, I've had multiple moments where customers have called in, given me the scenario of their job and right off the bat, it's easy to look at the circumstance and go, oh, you know, this might actually not be possible. Like I had a, I had a phone call one guy, some guy lived on an island off the coast of California, or I'm sorry, Seattle, Seattle, um, up in Western Washington. And you had to take a ferry to get there and all this stuff. And I had reached out to the shop and hey, is this something that you guys would be interested in? You know, I've already looked up ferry rates, all this stuff just 
the the conversation I had with the customer was so it was just really personal, personable. He was a really nice guy. And so I just thought to myself, at face value, we might not be able to do this job, but I'm at least gonna go down every avenue to see if it's possible. And to keep a longer story short, you know, I ended up convincing the the owner of that the client uh, in Western Washington to to take on this job. It ended up being a very profitable job. I worked it to the bone um, with with uh, Jim's brother Austin, who trained me in flat glass, and we were able to turn literally nothing into not just something, but something great. And that that made me feel real good, man. I was I was sitting here, patting my back. <laughs> I want you all to hear something. I, I love that story, Johnny, and I remember that firsthand. And I want you to hear something for the shop owners and the and the estimators out there listening to this. What service station does, you got to hear this, they find the profitable jobs because they get paid as well on, on, and not it's, we don't do this for the money. We do this for the experience. Um, but we have to keep it profitable, especially with how busy we are. And so one thing that we like is that these guys work tirelessly to provide value so that the price isn't just the option. So that, that way, imagine if your shops out there had just better valued people that, that were warmed up to where they were already excited. Um, I've had a couple people come into our family shops and say, where's Austin? You know, can I talk to Gabe? They like think that they're there. Like they're just, they want to meet them. They want to give them a hug. And that is a great space to be. Now, of course, we're human. There's also times when things go south and they come in saying, you know, let me find Johnny. What I'm also going to say is between Will and Gabe and all the team leads, um, there is no problem that we can't fix through empathy and owning it and, and honesty. And they, these guys do a great job with customer service. That's always been at the root. So Thank you, Johnny, for that. And that was a great example of turning, you know, you got to work a job that most shops would have just overlooked because they didn't have the time or the, or the people. So very good. That's awesome. And, uh, and Lauren, now let's talk about you. What's been your favorite experience, memory, um, your favorite part of service station so far? Well, my favorite part um, has just been getting to know all you guys. I, I thrive off of having good support and coworkers and being my authentic self so that is very important to me as all you know because I have kind of abrasive personality <laughs> lots of people could do without but um, that would be my favorite part my favorite client interaction would be um, one of our shops in South Carolina the owner gave Johnny like this beaming review about me how she wanted um, her text to you know, produce quotes and showers that like the way I do. And I just thought that was so awesome to hear. And um, yeah, that'd have to be my favorite from a client. Yeah. And I want to also um, stroke uh, Lauren's um, ego here a little bit. Um, she's also involved in the NGA um, certification or the NGA guidelines for shower enclosures. So um, a lot of you may or may not know the NGA is working right now on, in, uh, finally, like 15 years later, a uh, no offense uh, NGA, but also offense, but they're doing a good job. Andrew Herring um, is, is helping get that going. And what this is going to do is it's going to set a standard. So finally, we can all stand on the right footing of what is acceptable, what's acceptable installation, what's safe, what's acceptable leakage, what's acceptable water escapage, what's, what's, what is allowed, what's not allowed. And this will help the quality of the industry. Well, one of our very own is 
involved in that. Um, I'm involved, but I just watch and listen and read the notes and you know just pretend like I know what showers are about. Um, that's a joke. But the but Lauren is I, I look up to her. She knows more than I'll probably ever know. And having someone like that on our team has just been incredible in the service station. So to all this knowledge, what she was saying is, yeah, so, you know, she, she's open about her personality. So they work together on helping that we learn from her technical skills. Johnny learned, Johnny gets to teach his customer service to um, another, to Daniel, then Daniel gets to teach him better tactics and they all work together and everybody's becoming better people. And that's what I want for any glass shop out there. I certainly love seeing service station actually doing it with their actions. And I'm obviously not involved in service station any longer um, on the day-to-day. -day. So getting to see your success for all of you and your growth has just been so cool to just watch. Um, and so with that, um, I want to just remind everybody that's um, listening that you can hop down into the description, go visit goservicestation.com. And we've got videos we have, you can listen to some live calls, you can watch how the program works. Most importantly, pop in, do a tour. One of our account executives will just show you, they'll even let you pop in with one of the, a couple of the team members, you can meet them and see them live. Um, I love introducing um, potential clients to, to Johnny and, uh, and to, to Lauren and to Daniel and to Will and our team, because every single person in service station, we believe in. I would, I would take anyone and introduce them and know that they're gonna be quality quality people. And so um, please don't hesitate to do that. Take a look at them. If some of you are like, yeah, you know, I like service station. I've learned from this podcast, but really I've got a good team. I want to know more about big clips. This podcast is made possible by big clips. So please bidclips.com. That's bid C as in Charlie L I P S. So B I D C L I P S.com. Um, and again, the links are in the descriptions below. And so um the from the culture to the sales flow to the specific um, shop customization, you guys have hit it all. Um, is there anything else that you want the uh, the world of glass to know? All right, they're they're both like we just want to get back to work because we're not getting paid <laughs> to be here. So um, uh, we appreciate you guys on behalf of the uh, hashtag Glass Nerd Nation. Um, keep doing what you're doing. You're setting a standard. And I'm, I'm certainly personally, I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of both of you. And I'm proud of this entire team. Um, and we're just excited to see you guys keep building this thing. So to everyone else that's listening, thank you for tuning in to Today in Trades with Jim Evans. We have a lot of really cool episodes coming up, a couple more roll casts. We're going to hit topics like supply chain. Again, we're going to hit labor management. We've got all sorts of stuff coming down the pipe. So stay tuned, watch for new episodes. If you're not using Service Station, go sign up now because summer is coming. It's going to get busy and then we're going to forget about it again. So let's get in. Let's get it done. Have a great day, everybody.